Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Diagnosing a Killer. I'm Kenna. I'm Kowal. And this is a kind of different minty breaky. Yeah. Diffy minty breaky. Diff mint break. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Uh, know that you guys have been waiting for our true crime podcast festival experience so we are bringing that to you today yeah, and we're really excited really really exciting it was from the 25th of august to the 27th of august 2023 and i'm sure if you listen to any of our podcasts in the last i don't know six seven months yeah almost <laughs> every single episode we mentioned it we were really really excited to rub elbows a little bit and get to know our fellow casters and not only that but our listeners our attendees as well yeah that was really exciting and we just are so grateful that we were able to be a part of it so thanks for everyone in advance for listening to us and coming to support us and this is going to be treated kind of like a DAK live no yeah. edits just kind of a convo casual convo mm-hmm yeah, yeah. we definitely had quite a few people asking about our experience, so I, you know, we both thought that it would be great just to put an episode out there. Just throw it out there. Plus, it's also, like, kind of a getting-to-know-us sans editing, like, massive go. amounts of editing. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. We realized uh, we had a lot of networking to be done, and, you know, we kind of use this as a learning opportunity, but also a networking opportunity for ourselves, and I feel like we got the question a lot, like, so what's your podcast about, you know? And so I was like, oh, okay, people, we don't really, we didn't really have, like, a trailer. We actually just got done with our trailer, so go yeah. listen to our trailer. <laughs> um, but we didn't do that whole trailer thing. We're very new to podcasting, or we were, you know, a couple of years ago. We kind of just went in minimal research, and we kind of just dove in, like, head first, Yeah. And didn't really compare with anyone else. We wanted to stand out and be different, but with that comes things that we didn't do, like create a trailer right off the bat. So mm-hmm. we did have, we have since done that and that is now available. It's just a minute long of us talking, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I, if anybody's heard me before or knows me personally, they know that I'm not a podcast person. I don't listen to podcasts. It's kind of funny that I co-host one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely interesting listening to other people's, I guess, like their outline of mm-hmm. what they do. Um, and it's just been, it's been a really interesting experience getting to know other people and then getting to know like their personality first yes. and then listen to their podcast. Yeah. I think that's something that's hard for uh, maybe a lot of listeners, myself included, you know, where it takes me like four or five episodes to really start to really like the podcast mm-hmm. because then you feel like you get to know the people. Right. But not a lot of people are willing to sit through four or five episodes to kind of really get to know who they are. So it was sure. really cool being on the back end of it and meeting the people first. And now I have like, well, we, we keep saying we have like a bunch of fucking years of binge worthy content. For sure. Yeah, I think uh, it was definitely a different experience because I feel like it's all been word of mouth so far. Mm-hmm. People that listen to us are generally have heard through someone else or, or something like that, right? Which, I mean, since we've looked at the statistics, of course, we have listeners all over the world. But I think it was more we were the, like, the man behind the curtain. Yeah. And now we're exposed. Mm-hmm. And we're taking in all of this advice and um, and compliments. Honestly, people were saying, wow, that's so unique. I haven't heard of that. And I'm like, 
Really? Because I feel like maybe somewhere along... And, of course, other podcasts do tackle psychology, some yeah. portions of psychology. But to have it truly based on mental health and mental awareness, I think, is something that really people were really excited about. Yeah. And and not only that, but I, how many people's eyes lit up when they said we did two episodes a week, which we've kind of yeah. slacked on this last week. But, you we know, have. with the con. We've been busy. <clears throat> Excuse me. But people... Yeah, you're so right. Like, we would be talking to other podcasters, and we would say, yeah, well, we do two episodes a week, and everyone's like, what? what? <laughs> That's crazy. We're like, I thought that was normal. Yeah, so this, <laughs> I thought everyone just did pump that. out content? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else do you do? Is what People are like, what else do you do? And do I'm you like, guys have jobs? We're like, well, yeah. I'm a mom, and yeah. yeah, exactly, and I go to school, and there's there's definitely other aspects to my life besides just the podcast, but I, I think that Kenna and I are very similar in the way that we just have to have something to do all the time. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. We, we definitely are not home. Well, we will be homebodies, but we're busy homebodies. Yeah, <laughs> because, for sure. Like, you know, there's not a dull moment. I don't like to relax. I feel like if I'm relaxing, I'm being unproductive. Yeah, same. So it's it's kind of hard. It's One true. of these days, I'll die. <laughs> from it, I'll die. I'll die. <laughs> from stress. <laughs> no, but I do think I speak for both of us when I say that we went into the podcast festival weekend with a lot of imposter syndrome, and we came out of it completely rid of those fears because everyone made us feel so welcome, so comforted, and so not alone in those feelings. Like, I can't tell you how many podcasts told us, like, Oh my God, if you didn't think we, if you thought we didn't have imposter syndrome, you know, a year or two, three years ago, then mm-hmm. you're completely wrong, you yeah. know? And if anyone says that they never had it, it's lying, you For know? Sure. Like, it's not an easy thing to do to put yourself out there, put not even yourself out there, but your voice, your vulnerability, and your opinions on things. Right. Not, I mean, yes, we're relaying facts, but we also have strong opinions on certain things. Yeah. And one of those things is that mental illness is a problem and sometimes it causes crimes like and a lot of people some people don't agree with that they're like no i don't think that's true or right. they think that we're putting them in a blanket statement which is or obviously not excuse. true if you guys listen you know or an excuse mm-hmm. but we do want to just say thank you to all of our amazing supporters obviously everyone that's here and listening knows that we're doing this for the right reasons and we just really want to educate and get the word out but we also want to talk about some people that we met and, yeah, again, our full experience, not just a generalization of it. So we've kind of broken it down by day. For yeah. <laughs> we absolutely want to go ahead and take uh, a moment to appreciate our listeners. Just by your downloads alone, you help us a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, your lended ear and conversations that you might have on, on the ground with your friends and family members. We also want to thank our Patreon members as well. Um, you guys super duper with don't have to do that but you do and we love you for it and we specifically also want to shout out louis and his family for all of their support and absolutely uh going through that weekend and yeah so thank y'all very very much we really appreciate it absolutely we definitely couldn't be here without any of you guys and all of your support so we appreciate it (sighs) so you want to talk about thursday shall we get into thursday (laughs) Oh, no. So we were fortunate enough to be able to go to Austin on Thursday and then come home on Monday, even though the festival was only Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I decided to take work off on Friday so we could leave right after work on Thursday. It was like, let's get everything going. Mm-hmm. Have dad drop you off at work for, at my work so that we can just go. Because yeah. I live, we live about 25 minutes south of where we were going. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it wouldn't make sense for me to drive back, pick you up, and then go. Obviously, right. we're going to carpool. Yeah. So... And then this mom, is your story. mom was going to pick up my kiddo from the bus, which was like, you know, late afternoon. That was all taken care of or was going to be taken care of, right? So, so my responsibility was to, what, 
Did I go grocery shopping? I can't remember. You did, yeah. <laughs> I went grocery shopping, and I put everything in the cooler, and I had the cooler packed and ready to go with all of these, like, quick microwavable meals, because our intention wasn't to really leave the hotel room, but for maybe once or twice that weekend. Mm-hmm. So, filled up the cooler, getting all that done. I still, ha- well, I didn't still have to pack, but I s- packed my bag that morning because I'm definitely one of those people that's like, I have to pack last second. Otherwise, I will obsess and overpack. Yeah, same. And then I have to, like, I have no other choice. I'll pack, and if I'm missing something, I'll just buy it when I get there. Yeah. That's, I have to be that way. Otherwise, I'll come toting, like, five suitcases. That's absolutely me, and that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you started, pa- didn't you start packing, like, la- like a week or two before Yeah, that? probably. So we had that. We had all of our booth gear, all this other stuff. We're going to pack it up into the Rogue, right? And we had all these little bottles of water, and I had bought iced coffee for us so that we didn't have to go spend any money at Starbucks, all this stuff. And so I'm noticing that, like, my bank isn't exactly where it needs to be. And I was like, "Why? okay, I'll just transfer money. Well, I was trying to transfer and there nothing was transferring and I was like, well, I did just change my pin number and I was like, maybe it's that. So I, that was already wonky. And then my phone wasn't working. Right. Remember like mm-hmm. that was like something we were experiencing for the last few days. It's like nobody's phones were working and we all have the same service, but we all don't have the same plan. Yeah. So I make the bright decision. I'm like, well, I can't leave for Austin if my phone's not working. Right. I make the bright decision to call my well I couldn't call because my phone wasn't working yeah but to start a chat with my service provider and I said at at 3 17 when we were supposed to be like on our way to go get yeah. you by like 3 30 and so like three like I said 15 17 somewhere in there I'm like hey this is the dealio I can't call to and from I've had people try to call me can't get a hold of me text messages aren't going out like all this stuff And not only that, but it's happening to other people in the home, same service provider, but not the same contract. So it wouldn't be like a planned thing. Yeah. I had just paid my bill like two days before this. Not, you know, it's none of those things. And obviously the internet's working because you're chatting with them. Exactly. So the internet's, yeah, through my computer. Clearly. Right? So yeah, this guy starts like tier one ITing me and he's like, is it on? You know, kind of stuff. Did you plug it in and restart it off? Restart your computer, restart your Wi-Fi, restart. I'm like... It's not my Wi-Fi, because uh, we are having so many problems with our internet. And we, we were, contacted yeah. that provider, and they just redid all of the equipment and everything. The Wi-Fi's perfect, we checked. <laughs> it's perfect. I, yeah, guaranteed. Um, so then I was just, like, getting peeved, and I was telling this guy, I was like, 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 I gotta be, like, I'm going out of town right now. Like, I wasn't trying to be a Karen about it, but it was like, do I need, is this something that I can fix? Is it, you know, or not? And I, I was, my phone works. Like, this is the model to my phone. It's clearly... Not all, because I had ran to the grocery store just two days before that or whatever, and my phone worked fine. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, it's got to be something in this area or it's something with their their service. Yeah, and, and so meanwhile, I, I'm at work, like, watching the time go by, checking your location. I'm like, she's not like, fucking <laughs> on her way. Where is she? She's and I'm getting like, peeved. You haven't left yet? You yeah. Haven't left yet? No, I was, I was like, actually getting mad. I know. I'm true. <laughs> I was getting mad. Yeah. And so, <laughs> which is never good with you and me, because when we're both pissed, we're just awful. <laughs> So I finally, he's like, oh, it appears that there's something wrong with the tower. We'll have it fixed in 24 hours. And I was like, I've been on chat for 45 minutes at you this point. You didn't know that the tower was out? It was after 4 p.m. by this yeah. point. And I'm like, great, thanks. So... Granted, we were supposed to meet at 4, just to remind everyone. Yeah, we're supposed to meet at 4. 25 minutes is, away from the house. This is like 4.10 <laughs> at this point, 4.08 or something. And I'm like, cool. 
So I just paid my bill and I haven't been able to use my phone in three days. So if my math is correct, I think it's like $5.80. May I get that reimbursed? (laughs) Please get that back. (laughs) And he said, well, it should be 24 hours since the towers. I was like, great. You already told me that. Can I get my $5.80, please? And he refused. And I was like, so rude. Sir. (laughs) Sir. But the thing is, is like, if it was just me, fine. But I also told him I had a house full of people that couldn't use their phones. So I'm like, God, that would be a gateway. You know what I mean? He's a listener, you know. Like, <laughs> he's like, that bitch. This poor lying. man. <laughs> and so I was thinking if he pays me $5.80, and I'd be like, great, can I get that for my family too? Oh, so, you my know what I mean? Gosh, it's so funny. So whatever. I was pissed off. But well, when- so meanwhile, I'm now I'm like, I threw my hands up in the air. I was like, fuck this. I just I guess I'm going home because I'm not going to sit and wait at home. You're 25 you, minutes yeah. away. What I'm you speeding the hell home. And I'm like, this is exactly what I didn't want to do. Like talking to myself in the car. Mm-hmm. This is, Meanwhile, we're still in San Antonio, guys. Like, we haven't even left the vicinity. And it's 4.10 on a Thursday. <laughs> no, I think I got back here at like 4.20. And I was like, I'm ready to go. And you're like, great. And you weren't. And I wasn't ready. No, not at all. What, what happened? Oh, because all the stuff was in the Rogue, because we were supposed to leave, right? So then we start yeah. unpacking everything in the Rogue. Yeah. Kind of, like, pulls up, like, a bat out of hell in the front yard. I left my car on and everything. Yeah, and you're like, let's go, let's go. And I was like, all right. Well, then, I thought you had said, oh, I didn't hear you say bye to everybody is what it was. And you went to the car, and I thought you were going to the car to get something. So I was kind of, like, taking my time. I was, like, finding my chapstick. I was talking to mom and dad. Meanwhile, I'm profanity cursing in the car. <laughs> you like, hurry the fuck up. No, seriously. I was, like, slamming my hand on my yeah. steering wheel. I was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I almost came inside. I was like, I can't call her because her phone's not fucking working. Yeah, it's not working. So well, what's kind of nice about knowing that the phone wasn't going to work was that once we left the area, my, fo- my phone did work after that. Yeah. But, yeah. Who would have thought? Like, oh, no. Okay. Mac. We have cats. So, yeah, so, so that was a pain in the ass, mm-hmm. and then I looked at my map, and what would usually be an hour and 15-minute drive is now an hour and 50, because it's rush hour. And we're supposed and to meet like, Jennifer at 7.30 for dinner. Yes. Ugh. We had dinner plans. Thankfully, we weren't actually allowed to have access to set up our booth until Friday at yeah. noon. We thought we had to set up Thursday night and be ready by 8 a.m. on Friday, so we were freaking out. We were like, we're not going to have time for this. I hadn't showered in, like, three days. I was like, I need to shower before dinner. Like, I stink. Yeah. I ended up not showering before dinner. <laughs> Because we had a little bit of issues at check-in because there was just some miscommunication with all of that. Yeah, with the cards and stuff. Yeah, so it caused us to get into our hotel room at... I think it was like 6.40. 6.40, and we needed to leave at 7.10 for dinner. For dinner, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And And that's not including the time to take all of the shit from the car up another floor and yeah. all that so yeah, it was it was we were a on pain. the f- fifth floor and so of course t- taking everything from the parking garage and we were gonna leave all of our merch stuff yeah like, our stuff for our booth which was really heavy by the way it was really heavy and we had the cooler that and was the filled with stuff full. and then our backpack my backpack your handbag your other bag Back- and my backpack your backpack was with me so much stuff so yeah so we got all of that stuff upstairs yes. And the room was nice. It was it was just really funny because after all of that, I was like, okay, let's wind down. Let's have a drink at dinner. Like, let's just have a good night. Like, this is where our vacation starts. And then later in the the weekend, I am hearing that people are from Canada and people are from Washington and, you know, Maine. And I'm like, I was bitching and moaning about a two-hour drive here. When they, well, oh my gosh. When they flew with all that they stuff. They flew with all that stuff. That's and commitment I can't right there. even imagine how much that would cost. Like, I think we heard from one caster that said that she spent like 60 bucks mm-hmm. just for one Because she had too much stuff check. on her bag. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> but yeah. So that was our Thursday. Oh, and then the cherry on top. When we get to the hotel room and take a inventory of all of our stuff, guess what's not there? All of the iced coffee and all of the water. 
because it was in the back seat of the car that dad was supposed to drive to my work to get there. <laughs> so we yeah. had no water and no iced coffee. Yeah. And we were like, great. We have, to, we have to go to H-E-B to get it, is what we're thinking. Yeah. But we, then at that time, we started realizing that, okay, Friday, we don't... Set up isn't until noon. Yeah. We can get our... We can figure out where our space is. And then when we figure out where our space is, we'll set up as much as we possibly can um, and then go get the waters and yeah, stuff. No, yeah, for sure. And you know what? Side note, if anybody here is listening that is, like, about to go to a con or, like, wants to go to a con in the future, don't bring fucking 40 bottles of little water to people because they're no. not going to drink it, drink it because there already is, like, a water thing set up in the corner with, like, ice water and well, cups. And we didn't know that. Sometimes. We probably got rid of, like, seven waters out of 40 <laughs> and I drank three of them. By the end, we were like, please, please, sir, take please the water, please. The water. Please take the water. We don't want to lug so, yeah. us back to San Antonio. That's one thing we we learned we, <laughs> we will not be buying waters for next, next year. time. Okay. That was Thursday. <laughs> well, kind of. Well, Thursday's not we over. Went to, we went to Jen. We went we to go meet Jen, uh, who's one of our loyal listeners, her and Jonathan. And Jonathan, unfortunately, was unable to make it. But Mac, be quiet. <laughs> but Jennifer was. And she took us to this place called... Rosé Gose. Oh, yeah. It was so place good. It was delicious. They had kimchi olives that were, like, soaked in the... Oh, my gosh. They were so good. No, that was probably, like, some of the best food I've ever had in my life. A little elevated, but really good. Bliss and is good, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. really good. This but really, we yeah. had a great oh. time with Jennifer. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for hosting us yeah even we to restaurant but hosting Great us in Austin recommendation and, if you hanging out yeah live in the Austin area go check it out it was so for sure good. the oysters you didn't care for the oysters I didn't care for the oysters but they were golf oysters they, they were lied. little golfy yeah. yeah they lied to me but the strawberry like kind of compote one that they had was mm-hmm. so good Ugh. what else did we have they had like a beef tip plate I don't oh know. yeah with yeah. the mushrooms that we took mm-hmm. we took it to go but oh yeah. my gosh Delicious. And then afterward, me and Coel, or Coel and I, found ourselves at a bar called Lala's. And if you're not familiar with Austin or the area, Lala's is a year-round Christmas-themed bar. And this is important, because this will (laughs) come back later. Come back later. Take a note of this. 1744. (laughs) Or maybe more when I add the ads. (laughs) But this is important. It was was nice. We we had just a few drinks there. It was a a, um, different... All different kinds of people type crowd. It was very divey. Yeah. It was cool. The I bartenders love a good dive were bar. super nice. Bartenders were super nice. They had an old jukebox. And when you opened the restroom door, the there was like a fishing line that had all these little like elf on the shelf and they all dropped in front of the people sitting at the bar, like home alone. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> That's so cool. cute. But that was a really cute little bar. And then what a pleasant surprise when we showed back up to the hotel. Who did we run into but Lainey? Lainey. Co founder of True Crime and Paranormal Podcast Festival. She was sitting with Kristen from Murder She Told, the mm-hmm. podcast, and then also Jason from the podcast Santa May Be a Criminal. That's yep. why the bar was important. <laughs> I thought it was going to come back way later. Way later. <laughs> no, but it was really nice. Uh, honestly, felt kind of a relief of mine to just kind of be able to meet her in person. We had yes. a lot of correspondence with her via social media and email, but being able to meet her in person in a kind of, like, not-so-professional setting, because it wasn't, like, right in the middle of the festival. Yeah, it was, like, in the lobby area. Yeah, like, and... chill-out area. Exactly. And we were able to just have a little bit of a convo, and we went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was really nice. Day and then one. Friday morning. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. The sun sets. <laughs> he came in from the outside. He came, yeah. It was cold. It was cold. <laughs> she it was, was shivering. Yeah. She had dew on a jacket. <laughs> <sighs> What's yeah. next? So... 
we we don't I don't think we, well we were setting up at noon on Friday right yeah we didn't so get we down there until later. probably eleven no we couldn't it was like get right down at eleven fifty we were yeah. walking down there yeah and we I think were we too got excited Starbucks because again we forgot the iced coffee yeah. in the back of the road oh, the Starbucks smacks though that Starbucks did smack every Starbucks smacks well it's not it's sir it's brewed or served starbucks it's not an actual starbucks yeah they just have starbucks products yeah yeah but it was really good but either way yeah yeah so we found our little booth which is really cool because again this is the first time we've done anything like this and so we didn't know anything like what to expect at all we didn't even know what it was going to look like mm-hmm. so we finally got access to the grand ballroom that we tried to open the night before but it was locked it was locked and we sneak in. you know we kind of made our like weaved our way in and out of these tables and on every table there was a piece of paper like a regular piece of printer paper with the podcast name and then two lanyards with also with a podcast name yeah and we it took us a little bit of time because we were nice Almost happy to be in the middle in the middle. the middle yeah and we picked up our lanyards and the rest is history and the rest is Love history I'm just um <laughs> And yeah, so we ended up starting to get set up. We had two very ginormous flags made. I'm sure you guys saw the photo on Instagram or TikTok, but we had two very very big flags made and we didn't know what we were going to do with we we didn't know what we were going to have if we were going to be able to hide them behind us or on the table or yeah, as a runner. We had our backs to a wall or something, yeah. so I brought thumbtacks just in case or something. Yeah. yeah. But it ended up fitting perfectly over like as a tablecloth almost and yeah. our logo was right in the center and I was like this is perfect. It was so cool. So we set up what we had and then yeah. we had to go to HEB to get some to water. get some water. <laughs> clearly needed those waters yeah for sure we needed the water well we <laughs> in retrospect we didn't need the water but we thought we did yeah and as soon as we walk into that heb man and that lady was like do y'all want to try some seltzers and we're like mm-hmm. yeah and so <laughs> <laughs> by the way we have a lot of listeners that are not from texas or america I heb is H-E-B. our local grocery yeah. store um it's people think it's uh acronym for here everything's better but it's actually henry, henry edward, edward but He's the founder, Henry or Her- Harold, something like that. I think it's Henry. Either now way. it's a, char- no, I think Charles is in charge. Yes, Charles is in charge. Charles, <laughs> Charles in, in charge. charge. <laughs> but yeah, when you hear say H-E-B, that's our local supermarket, I guess. It's but a grocery, I it's a grocery, think it's store. A grocery store. There yeah. are some H-E-B pluses that carry other things similar to like a Myers, maybe. Yeah, um, true. Some clothing items, some Yeah, it's comforts. mostly a grocery store, though. Yeah. So yeah, we walk in and we talk to the... Lady lovely that was, lady. yeah, the lovely lady that was serving the little samples of alcohol, yeah, of course. And of we're like, course. we're here for the True Crime Paranormal Podcast Festival, and she said, I meant, I thought that was last weekend. I meant to be there. Mm-hmm. All this stuff. She was super duper nice, super so. nice. Yeah, we've and been then, telling like literally everyone that we saw in Austin about it because why not? If you even, come, they had day passes left. You know, yeah. In the lanyard, I had the diagnosing it like the True Crime Paranormal, like the logo, mm-hmm. the diagnosing a killer, and then on the back of that, I put. Well, we both had our business cards on the back, so sometimes we'd just be around Austin going to pick up stuff from the store or having lunch or something, and just, it's right there, bam, scan Flip it, it over, the, yeah, the QR code's yeah. right there. It's no secret that we value your mental health, so we are thrilled to announce that we are sponsored by BetterHelp to support you. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can access a network of over 30,000 licensed therapists with a wide range of specialties and be linked with the perfect match. Whether it's via text, chat, or video call, you can talk to your therapist when it works for you. When it comes to your mental health, BetterHelp is a convenient and affordable option for therapy. Get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash DAKpod. 
That's better H-E-L-P slash D-A-K-P-O-D for 10% off your first month. Yeah, so when we got back to the festival after the H-E-B run, we noticed this really nice, like, almost like a PVC pipe set up mm-hmm. right behind our booth because we were backed up to another booth mm-hmm. and that booth that we were backed up to was true crime with kimber mm-hmm. and she had this amazing backdrop set up we had kind of gone on the other side of the booth to check out her booth this amazing backdrop it was like it was really cool. a picture of what she does because she's a youtuber as mm-hmm. well and she talks in front of this actual setup, but it was yeah. just a photo of it, so it could kind it of like, mimic what her videos looked like. Almost like a fireplace and, like, a mantle, I think, or Yeah, something. with, like, yeah, these creepy candles the on candles. it. Yeah. yeah. On the reverse side of that, so, again, facing our booth, was this giant black and white QR code. Mm-hmm. Well, when we walked up, I was like, oh, dang, someone put a QR code up for us. <laughs> like, that's really nice of them. <laughs> anyway, so we walked up, and then we realized what that was for. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, Kimber wasn't there at the moment, so we weren't able to talk to her about it, but it was still early, and we were like, yeah. you know what? Not a big deal. It matches our colors. Yeah, worst case scenario, it's black and white. Exactly. (laughs) And we were like, if anyone comes up and scans it, we'll just explain to them that that's not her QR code, but she's an amazing YouTuber. So it's like, (laughs) there's no harm, no foul, right? So that was that. And then we went over and met... I'll let you take this one. Ninja Nancy. Ninja Nancy. Ninja Nancy. So what's so funny is that when we were, we were setting up, every once in a while you would hear this like noise. Yeah. But a very loud one. Scary. From, like, across the ballroom. Sort of like a bug being zapped in one of those lights. And I had snooped on the uh, festival's Instagram before. And so I had seen that there was a self-defense booth up oh, yeah. last year. And so I was like, that has to be the self-defense. People like have to go over and talk to them. So Ninja Nancy, Damsel Ninja Nancy, who actually has a TikTok, by the way, and I love her TikTok. I love I'm obsessed it. Obsessed with her Damsel TikToks. in Defense. Damsel in Defense, and it's she does all these like self defense kits, and a lot of them like they had she had everything in pink, and I wanted like the whole Barbie collection. I love it. I bought a pokey device thingy from her. Oh, the pointy butt plug. <laughs> so we were calling it a, a pointy butt plug. I loved it, though. Well, I mean, I think it's just if you have to stab someone with it, it gets no, lodged. Absolutely. It'll do some damage. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I jokingly couldn't, I couldn't describe it to Cliff, so I called it a, a, point, a pointy a, butt plug. <laughs> and so I got the rose-colored one. Yeah. I think it was matte. Matte rose. Matte blush, I think, mm-hmm. was the one oh, that I yeah. got. Well, Ninja Nancy is freaking amazing. Y'all definitely go Ugh. check her out. She has great products. So and she is a wonderful person. Like, she just cracked me up. She had these little keys and that the little puffball. You were saying, like, what is that keychain for? And mm-hmm. the little key was, it goes into the stun gun. Yeah. So that if someone takes it out of your hands, it disengages. They can't use it. They can't use it against you. So I thought that was smart. so cool. We so smart. smart. Yeah, check out Ninja Nancy. She's so animated she's so much fun she yeah. reminds me of everybody's fun aunt no she's great like, she really <laughs> is and thanks for the great convo ninja nancy we yeah, will definitely sure. be keeping in touch with you and the knowledge the education yeah that she teaches is really really important oh she was cracking me up when she was saying this was not friday this was the next day that she was saying that like when she tries to like sell these to people I mean, she goes like to parks or whatever or, like events like in the parks or whatever and this lady will come up and she's like yeah so she's telling her about the products and the lady's like well, I don't, this is like a customer. She's like, well, I don't really know if I need that. You know, I don't really leave my house. And she's like, Nancy's like, oh, so you live here in the park? You live here in the park? You don't live in your house. You're you're at your house right now. Oh, you live here. Oh, you live here. Oh, okay, nice. And she's like, well, no, I don't really ever go places without my husband. And she's like, where is he? Where is he? I don't see him. cracking me up. I don't see him. I don't see him. You don't go anywhere with your husband. Well, he went somewhere without you. God forbid something happens to your husband. (laughs) 
Seriously. Shit. Oh, that was great. Anyways, Ninja so, Nancy. Yeah, Ninja Nancy. So then we had the, the podcasters only mixer mm-hmm. on Friday night, which was really great. They had like hors d'oeuvres set up for us and we got to meet a lot of really great people. Yeah. I think, in my opinion, the most memorable and admirable for that night because we met them for the first time was Jen and Cam from our true crime podcast. Yes. Wonderful women. Just so graceful and so, so nice so genuine yeah and i definitely go give them a listen because we actually listened to them on the way home from austin like yeah. that's how excited yeah. we were about them <laughs> super super nice and i know that they recently shouted us out on instagram too so thank oh, you for that thanks guys but just we had uh, some personal connections with them and we just really appreciate the authenticity yeah. of the conversations we were able to have mm. and i feel like they very quickly took on like a maternal role like for us yeah as well. so i was, was gonna nice. say it was definitely uh, like familiar the, mm-hmm. the feeling was very familiar like it was almost like either old friends getting back together or family members getting back together or something it was very i don't know it was, it was nice something deep there for yeah sure. and i think if i'm not mistaken they're from michigan so we I gotta so. go visit yeah <laughs> just go visit michigan oh, i love michigan well yeah give them a listen for sure and then you want to talk about our next person who is our next oh Snack. is it jason yeah <laughs> Okay, I love Jason. I'm obsessed with Jason. <laughs> you heard it here first. Folks. You heard it here first, folks. So yeah, when we met Jason the first night, do you want to okay. talk about Jason? <laughs> Hold on. I had to pause because the cat was pissing me. I was making so much noise. Yes, I will talk about Jason. <laughs> and I was 100% transparent with him. I am mm-hmm. always the kind of person that like, if I make a wrong assumption, or I say something I don't necessarily mean or i say something before i know the facts like i will mm-hmm. always admit that and i will always make sure that i am being 100 percent genuine with people right and i told jason the next night after on friday night that when i met him at first i didn't really care for him mm-hmm. i didn't i thought that it was a shtick that he was doing i thought he was making light of true crime in his podcast i have since realized that his podcast is literally a true crime satire podcast right and it's essentially an audio tv series and oh, jason if so you're listening good. i'm on episode 12 okay so you She's know that i don't dislike you i really like the episode i texted him i want to be i want to be richie when i grow up yeah no richie's great but richie's the character in his show you'll have to listen seriously it's called it's really- santa may be a criminal and anyway, so I was talking to Jason on Friday, and I said, look, I just want to be completely honest. I I made a wrong assumption about you. I should not have judged based on a 30-second conversation with you or an interaction that was last second. I, I really do think you're a nice guy, and I think you're super genuine, and I really like what you do. Mm-hmm. And he said, he's like, you know what? I really appreciate that. Like, that honesty, he's like... I don't know how I come across to people a lot of the time, and I like when people give me that feedback, because Mm -hmm. then I can do better in the future, and I really like, personally, as Kenna, I really liked that response, Mm -hmm. because some people would say, why the hell did you even tell me that? You didn't need to say that to me, like, that's rude, or like, oh, how dare you, like, not like me immediately, or whatever, Mm -hmm. but he took it so gracefully, and he took it, like, seriously it was a learning opportunity for him it absolutely was and it was also a learning opportunity for me like i should not have you know i should not have immediately made an assumption about someone i don't know him you know i I still don't know him very well Mm -hmm. but i think that that's kind of over and done with but he has made fun of me about four times since then (laughs) he's never gonna let it go never gonna let it go (laughs) which is fine Yeah. yeah i think like we all 
do this thing where when we are put in an uncomfortable situation, but we know we want to push through it because we like this whole situation when we talked about our imposter syndrome, which Jason was one of the first people to say he was, I dealt with that. Like, like, I still deal with that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that we all have certain soothing habits when we're uncomfortable and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, like one of mine is to drink and (laughs) same, same. Um, but you know, maybe one of Jason's is this, you know, this is the, let me give you all the information that I have at this moment right now. That way I can get over this hump, you know, real quick and just break the ice. And so I think maybe him breaking the ice to you came off as disingenuous. Yeah, no, for Mm -hmm. sure. And I think that's what it was as well. And again, like, you, no one do what I did. <laughs> Don't just make an assumption <laughs> about someone assumption. off of the, they always yeah. say like a first impression is within this first seven seconds of meeting someone, but I disagree. Like yeah. you can make that first impression and you could always change your mind and you can always admit when you're wrong, mm-hmm. which is exactly what I did. Yeah. But it was really funny because after I had that long conversation with him on a Friday night about all that, Saturday morning, I busted his balls a little bit because I knew I could. <laughs> and I, he was wearing his little suit, his suit jacket, not little, he was wearing his suit jacket with the fur, the, <laughs> like a Santa coat, but it was yeah. like an actual suit. Right. And I walked up, he was in a, a group Love of a bunch of people, and we walked up, and I go, oh, hey, head elf. And he goes, oh, so you listen to my podcast. And I said, no, I read your synopsis. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Everyone started cracking up, and I was like, oh, my God. He's like, oh, okay, touche. Yeah. But I have, and I still am. I was listening to it earlier today. So. I was listening to it, too, Jason. Yeah. Kind of obsessed. Anyway, <sighs> the, Jason, again, completely changed my mind about him. and he'll, Super nice dude. He'll keep reminding me about yeah. it, I'm sure, for a while. <laughs> but also... You heard it here first, folks. Jason, if you're listening, I'm trying to write a book and I need your assistance <laughs> because you are so creative. Jason's so writing is really about good. That for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely entertaining. Like, I, I've been talking about it to other friends of mine and um, especially some of our, our cl- closest friends and uh, some of our longest listeners mm-hmm. because I think that they would really enjoy it. Yeah, I, absolutely. It's, the writing is funny. Yeah, it's, it's really so funny. funny. And, um, but it really, cre- like, he creates this entire universe and it's so fun. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of old radio shows, yeah. like old, like, noir radio shows. Like, you'd be listening in every I mean, it's essentially an audio book. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. But I mean, like, you know, just back in the day when yeah. you didn't have a television, you only listened you to radio. You had to leave it it's to the so imagination. Fun. And like I said, I'm so daft when it comes to podcasts because I don't listen to podcasts. Yeah. So it's the first one that I've ever listened to that's kind of like that. Well, same. I mean, honestly, like that's not really my cup of tea when it comes to podcasts, mm-hmm. but I really enjoy I really enjoy it. I didn't mm-hmm. even realize there were podcasts that did that. Right. So that's really cool. So go, go check out Jason. Again, it's uh, Santa, Santa Maybe a criminal, a criminal is the name of the podcast. Yeah. And it's a 12-part series. He has a bunch of episodes. Right. So go yeah. listen. Enough about Jason. Enough about Ugh. Jason. Where are we going next year to, for the True Crime and Paranormal Podcast Festival? We're going to be in Denver. Denver! I'm so excited. I love Denver. I, I used Denver. to go visit some friends when they lived in Denver. And um, so it's been probably over 12 years since I've been there. Wow, really? It's so I nice. w- I just love the fact that not only are we going somewhere where it's like out of our home state, we get to meet so many new people that aren't from Texas, Yeah, but it's also familiar to us because both of us have been there so many times. Mm-hmm. So... That's great because it's it's a familiar area, but it's out of our comfortable zone about like South Texas. And it's you know? gonna be in July, so it's gonna feel so nice. Yeah, and it's my birthday weekend, bitches. <laughs> oh, that's so y'all so better true. go. You better go. I'm making all my friends come this week. Like we're gonna do the yeah. same thing. I hope with the five day yeah. thing, make it a whole trip, especially if it's this far. For sure. And it's my birthday on Sunday. Yeah. So the last the last day of the festival is my birthday. So I'm you guys excited. better go. Okay. Thanks. I'm so excited. Who else did we meet? 
we met Brandy and Chris from Trek Trek from what <laughs> Texas uh, Wine and True Crime. Yes, Texas Wine oh and True gosh. Crime. Oh, they're so, so nice. So nice. So nice. I love seeing couples doing these things. Yeah, that's so cool. My boyfriend doesn't even yeah. listen to the podcast, yeah. let alone he wouldn't host it with me. Southern Fried too. It was Southern Eric Fried and True and Crime. Her Eric yeah. and her husband. Yeah, Mr. Kelly. Mr. Kelly. Very very nice people, and just again people that have been doing it for years and are just as inviting as people that have been doing it for six months, you know, like it's so great. It's so great. There's a big sense of community with that. Absolutely. CJ. CJ. Hi, CJ. Love CJ. Hi, CJ. CJ hosts Beyond the Rainbow podcast. Yes. CJ brings light to crimes against the LGBTQ plus community and does a lot of advocacy with that as well. And you were obsessed with her tagline. Do you remember what it was? It was. It's not a crime to be gay unless you're a murderer. And I love so that. Good. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Obsessed. That is so clever. And that's so true. Like, fuck off, everyone. Yeah. If you're a criminal, you're a fucking criminal. Okay? Yeah. That's all, that's all I have to <laughs> that's say. All, that's all it is. That is all. But I definitely gravitated towards CJ and her story. And her and I talked about identity, mm-hmm. orientation, stuff like that. And it was just, it was just so nice to talk to her. And you could tell no, that like, she was she's so great. She's just uh, talk about an open heart and a genuine person. Absolutely. I, again, just another one of everybody's favorite fun aunts. Like, yeah, she's just. Ugh, and she's CJ's so booth was actually set up directly to the right of Kimber, so she was like catty corner to us, so we could literally just turn around in the middle of the yeah. festival and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> so, uh, of course, one of the questions I asked that CJ said that she gets asked a lot is whether or not she covered Matthew Shepard because that's one of the bigger, especially when I was growing up in like late 90s, early 2000s. Um, I don't, don't quote me on the year, but if you don't know, Matthew Shepard was murdered for being gay in a, in a small town. Mm-hmm. And so I asked her about that and she said, yes, she's, she said, I do do big cases because sometimes that's what people want to hear, but she really likes to focus on the lesser known cases Absolutely. to bring light and awareness that this happens everywhere, not just in major cities yeah or absolutely the people that they don't headline. even make the news you know exactly yeah, yeah absolutely especially people of color and especially people in lower funded areas yeah absolutely and mm-hmm. it's definitely like heartbreaking and the fact that i feel like she's almost doing something similar to us it's like she's bringing a whole new take on true crime mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't really do when they yeah. start true crime yeah and that's unfortunate because those do need to be talked about yeah so she does hers in seasons so i think she's on season I lied. <laughs> wow, she's in season season ten, season eleven. My gosh, and she's got like fifteen episodes a season. There so go. go check out Beyond the Rainbow. Yeah, binge worthy content right there. Binge worthy content for sure. Yes. How about Mallory? Mallory Robinson. Oh, Mallory Robinson. Mallory, what a sweetheart, man. I loved her. Yeah, I she, love her. She does a. Let me find her website real quick because she does a trans sensitivity training Mm -hmm. and let me look real quick so mallory's website she uh runs it's a hateful homicide.net and on her history just a little bit of a synopsis about her podcast a hateful homicide is a true crime and investigative journalism podcast since march 31st 2021 by transgender advocate mallory jenna robinson the cases cover all trans identities in the U.S. and abroad. Wow. So her mission statement is a hateful homicides mission is to assure that all trans victims have a voice by assuring accurate, adequate, and affirming case coverage. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Again, my gosh. one of those things that when people start a true crime podcast, not to dismin- diminish anybody else that does true crime, but one mm-hmm. of those things that 
it's a different angle. It's a different voice, you know, that right. needs to be heard. Absolutely. So she does host these transgender empathy training sessions. And so the vision is that transgender empathy trainings are provided online, hybrids, and in person Monday through Saturdays, 11 to 7. I think she's in... I think she's in L.A. Is she in L.A.? Mm-hmm. I think she is. I think you're right. I think you're right. Either way, just Google um, a hateful homicide.net. All the information is there. I think that the trans empathy training is a huge, huge thing. Huge thing. Especially so. in L.A. That, like, is such a big hub where so many people are, you know? For sure. Yeah. Definitely something to look into. Definitely go give Mallory a follow. Yeah. Thanks for your work, Mallory. Absolutely. And just to shout out a couple more podcasts that we did get a chance to talk to. Malice and Mocktails. The girls yes. were really amazing. Oh I love talking to them and meeting them. so nice. You guys, please hit us up. I know that we, I think we might have exchanged numbers with them, I actually. <laughs> Nefarious Nightmare. Those girls are great as well. Nefarious They're nightmare. the bees. The bees. I love the bees. <laughs> I found oh, Lisa, one of our listeners. I was over at her place recently, and she does charm bracelets, not charm bracelets, but um, like phone charm beads, yeah. and then she started doing friendship bracelets for the Taylor Swift concert that's happening. Oh my but gosh. But she had a whole set of bees, like bee beads. Oh, I it love it. so cute. Anyways, it reminded me of them. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Crime and Cocktails is really great Crime as well. Super mm-hmm. nice girls. Tiffany, yeah. And there's Vanish. That was really great. I'd like to hear the take on that. It's like a history podcast mm-hmm. as well, as well as... Murders and Mimosas, that is a mother-daughter duo. They are so sweet and so great. And there's a couple of paranormal podcasts as well that went, obviously, hence the name. Yeah. <laughs> paranormal Podcast Festival. There's uh, a Paranormal Chicks. A Paranormal Chicks. Which I love so as a play on words, uh, a pair of normal chicks. Yeah. Their booth was so cool. It so was cool. So It was lime green with, like, this caution tape. It was so fun. <laughs> and then Susto, hosted by Adrian. That was really interesting booth. All of his stuff looks so cool. And I want a Susto shirt. I love it. I need yes. one of those. And then there's also Paranormal Putas. Paranormal Putas, yes. Love them. They're and then PNW, Paranormal Pacific yeah. Northwest. Pen- right? Yes, PNW. So we, we know had, what that means now. Right, because we had that, what happened? It was the the Batterminhoff, right? Yes, it definitely yeah. was. When Where it was uh, we saw PNW, PNW, and then somebody was like, we're like, what is that? PNW, Pacific Northwest. And then CJ said, PNW, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're like, so funny. No, but we know what that means. <laughs> The last couple of shout-outs was uh, Gary Howard from Truck Stop Murder, super nice guy, and then Robert from the Broken System podcast. Yes, Robert. Awesome people. Thank you guys for everything. Also, Heather and Brittany from Nature vs. Narcissism. So nice talking to you gals, and thank you so much for all the advice, as well as Sinners Over Saints. The girls were really great, and I did a little bit of trivia at their booth, and that was really cool. I feel like a genius because I got all three right. It was happened to be all three <laughs> cases that I've covered. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Jen from Vanished, we had some pretty good conversations, too, about, you know, just criminalization and of mental health and all just the cycle, the yeah. pattern that, that can happen. <sighs> the pattern so is fun to talk to. absolutely awful. And as far as listeners go, yeah. huge, huge shout out to Jill and Ray mm-hmm. from Louisiana. We had such a great weekend with them. I think I met Jill on Friday night and we, yeah. we hung out with him and her and her almost husband, Ray, like almost every night. Yeah. <laughs> just such, such great people and just such great s- stories that we were able to share mm-hmm. and hardships that we were able to relate on and share and just just a great couple, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really have another word other than great. Like, they're so amazing. Oh, the cast at the Doubletree was hilarious. The cast. The, 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 the staff. The staff. Yeah, the, the staff cast. was great at the Doubletree. <laughs> like, it was the Truman Show. Yeah. Yeah, Arif, uh, Mamet, and 
Arma. Yeah. Arma, yeah, yeah, definitely. They were great, great people. Great people. They were so nice to talk to. So they're pretty much in the bar uh, restaurant area. But yeah, for sure. Super and nice then people. Lastly, I got a chance to talk to a couple from Vegas by the names of Sean and John. Mm-hmm. Sean and John are a married couple, and we were. T- I had a conversation with them for probably an hour. I was like, at the end of it, I was like, I am talking y'all's ears off. Like, yeah. please be quiet. And then John kept inputting his input. I was like, yeah. okay, he's, he's ready to talk. Like, he's so <laughs> willing. He actually tagged me in a post recently or tagged us in a post mm-hmm. recently on Instagram. And it was like a political post, but the guy was kind of going in circles and mm-hmm. he was like, wasn't making any sense, but he was trying to relate like mental health and and violent crimes and yeah. it just wasn't working. It was like, dude, you did like a serious We forgot to part. finish the story about, about Kimber. Yeah. Oh, we did. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're over <laughs> here. People are like, dang, that <laughs> they don't like <laughs> that one girl. When we're like, 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 it'll come back around and it never does. No. It's like the polar bears and moss. So oh. yeah. Speaking of the story with Kimber. So we had our booth backed up to her. If you guys don't remember her QR code was showing on our side and she wasn't down there for us to talk to. Mm-hmm. So Coel and I made the decision like, you know what? It's not a big deal. It's our mm-hmm. first year here. We're here to learn. We're not here to, you know, nitpick anything or anything like that. We walked down, and I all I said was, hey, girl, do you mind if we hang up our second flag? And she turns around, she goes, oh, my God, yes, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. <laughs> She's like, please, so nice. please use my, here, here, do you want some, some, whatever, like, some zip ties? She was, yeah, so, she was so nice. nice. She was, I mean, she didn't, John, she didn't have to do yeah. that, and it was so nice, her and John, and they helped us put it up, and then Friday night, it actually fell, and the next morning, we showed up, and it was back up, and we realized that John, who was at the booth with her, Put it back up for Put us. Put it back up for us with safety pins. With safety pins. They, they were, were just, the just so people. nice. Like, honestly, could not have asked for a better booth buddy. Yeah. And just a, a whole experience. Like, everything was so great. If, you know, I had no confidence going into it, honestly. Not no, but not a lot. And yeah. coming out of it, I'm like, dude, everyone is, like, just like us. Like, yeah. everyone is just trying to get their voice out there and just trying to have fun while doing this as yeah. well. Yeah, and raising awareness, honestly. Talk about the Bexley box, because you yeah. talked to that lady at the booth. Yeah, so I was able to learn a little bit more about Project Bexley box, so I'll just give you the little synopsis here. On February 16th of 2022, a man by the name of Jared was actually shot and killed in front of his two-year-old daughter by the name of Bexley. Mm. Jared would leave behind Bexley, three of his other children, and his wife, Kristen, after this night. Bexley was alone for several minutes between when her dad was shot, just a few feet away from her, to when a kind bystander removed Bexley from the vehicle and actually wrapped her in a blanket. Bexley and her mom actually spent hours at a police station that night without any materials for the baby at all. So the goal behind Bexley boxes is to equip police stations with simple toys, blankets, food items, other necessities such as diapers, wipes, etc. to ease the anxiety and pain children experience when finding themselves in similar situations to Bexley. I know that this just started in late 2022 Mm -hmm. and they've already donated I think over 30 boxes which is so cool and that was just a synopsis I read from the Instagram page. The Instagram page is called Justice for Jared B and it has a bunch of information. It actually looks like they did make an arrest earlier in the year but there is still multiple people that they think were involved in this. So if you have any information please call your local authorities and donate to Bexley Box if you can, because it's a yeah. really great cause. Yeah. And they, you said they keep up with the expiration dates and all that. With they the do, yeah. yeah. They make sure they keep in contact with the police stations so that they can continuously have restocked yeah. boxes. We also met a man by the name of Jason Watts. He is a private investigator who is an advocate for uh, missing persons, a family of missing persons. And currently he's looking for Jason Landry. Jason Landry, at the time of his disappearance, was 21 years old and a college student. 
His car was found crashed and unoccupied in Luling, Texas. This is on the eve of December 13th, 2020, and it is believed that he was traveling from his college apartment in San Marcos, Texas, to his hometown of Missouri, Texas. And items belonging to Jason were left behind in his car and strewn about the area, but he has yet to be found. And I know that Jason said that they had searched, like, the mile radius around Mm -hmm. the area where they believed he was. He has brown hair. He is 6'1", 170 pounds, brown eyes. Um, He is a white male, and he has olive complexion. But if you know anything about the disappearance of Jason, there is a reward up of $20,000. Yeah, absolutely. And Jason's parents were actually at the festival as well. I think it's super admirable that they're able to go out there and do that and just put the word out there for anybody that is willing to take a flyer and listen. The more that his face is shown around, the better the chances are. So we figured we would also put that out here on our platform. Absolutely. And Jason Watts is also looking for Kay Alana Turner from Tumball, Texas. She's 28 years old, and she was last seen near the block, 1800 block of Country Hills in Tomball, Texas. She was wearing a long pink dress at the time of her disappearance, and if you have any information of her, contact your local authority. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really impressive that this con is one of the, if not the only one, that is focusing on advocacy as well, yeah. like forward. I think that's a really big factor in getting, you know, a lot of people on board, and I just think it's really great, because a lot of people, I think, not in cons specifically or festivals, but in the true crime world in general, I feel like we have a lot of people that are trying to exploit certain aspects of true crime and we have a lot of people that aren't. So Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that we also can't forget that there's this is also a very real aspect of true crime are missing people and family members that are left behind as well that, mm-hmm. that also need to be taken care of when a crime happens to them. And we've yeah. definitely met... We met quite a few people there that had had loved ones that had been murdered or uh, victims of homicides Mm -hmm. or assaults, and this is why they do that. And I think it was when we were having a pretty real conversation with, I want to say it was Jen, Jason, Robert, I think even Brandy and Chris were out there when we said, there's something that brought us here. There's something that is in our past that makes us passionate about doing this and raising awareness in any sense of the true crime world. And I think that, yeah, there's a reason we're all, we're all there. And it was, again, so lovely to meet such supportive people because we all, again, we all have a history here. Yeah, absolutely. And we're super looking forward to next year when not only are we walking into Denver, but we're walking in with like 50 new friends. I know, so cool. So thank you guys so much for the support. And obviously thank you for the amazing listeners that came and saw us. We really, really, really appreciate it. And it's just crazy that we were able to do this and we're going to continue to do things like this. If you know of any like local things that we can go do a panel at, like Mm -hmm. please let us know because we're still looking. We're new to all of this. That was our first exposure to the networking world. So please, please reach out to us. And if again, if you have any case suggestions, you always want those. So email us and DM us on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's like an end of an era. I know. This is also like our two year. Wrapping it up. Yep. Happy two years. Happy two years. All right, guys. All right. We will talk to you later. Talk to you later. <laughs> Love, Love you. you. Bye. Bye. There's chocolate and then there's lint chocolate. Chocolate that has a silky, smooth, and velvety texture has been synonymous with the name lint since its conception in 1845. Click the link in the show notes to receive free shipping with a $60 purchase. Be part of the Lint Legacy and grab a bag of their world-famous truffles today.